You're listening to the Build Your Path podcast with host Emma Shirey. For Women in Construction Month, I sit down with Daria Muriel, lifelong Lego enthusiast, graduate of Howard Community College's apprenticeship program, and current office engineer at Pizzuto. I'm so excited for you to hear about her journey as a woman in construction, the path she took to get here, and where she's going next. Thank you so much to our sponsor today, Howard Community College. HCC offers different paths for students to prepare for success in architecture, engineering, project management, or general contracting jobs through their construction management options at HCC. Learn more at howardcc.edu. Howard Community College. You can get there from here. Hi, y'all. You're listening to the Builder Path Podcast. I'm Emma Shirey, and today I'm here with my friend, Darian Muriel. Um, so, Darian, tell me a little bit about yourself, what you do now, and how you got there. Um, well, currently, I'm an office engineer for Bazudo Construction. Um, I kind of took the traditional route at first, doing the four-year university um, out in Texas uh, that lasted for a semester. And I kind of switched gears. Uh, Money-wise, it just wasn't really for me. Um, so I kind of stayed in Texas three years after that, and I was just working regular retail jobs. Um, and I got tired of it and kind of just started building furniture from scratch and selling it. Um, and then it got to the point where I was just trying to get into the construction field, and I kept getting told, oh, well, you're just a girl. So um, I kind of moved back over to Merlin, and I found the program at Howard Community College for apprentice, the apprenticeship program. Um, so I dove into it. It seemed like a win-win for me. Um, I was able to go to school while working in the construction field, and they were paying for the education. So it was amazing. That's awesome. So you did the apprenticeship. Talk a little bit about your experience as an apprentice. So the program itself allowed me to first they sat down and they get your resume together with you. Um, and then they put it into a portal. Awesome. Um, I ended up having about four or five offers from companies. They would just call you and you would do interviews. Um, and the decided factor for me was literally the community based um, as far as the company goes. I'm not big on big companies. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to work with a smaller company that was able to say, okay, you're here to learn and grow. Um, and Bazudo kind of was that for me. I think that's very important as far as going into the industry is knowing, are you here for, there's different aspects. So some people might say um, money is big for me, which is cool. Um, for me, it was definitely, I needed that foundational backbone, basically. Being a woman in the industry is kind of hard and I needed yeah. that support system. So, Well, and I think even if you don't know that that is a priority, it often ends up being one later, right? Like once you realize oh, yeah. that there is no support system, you're like, oh, maybe that is something that I need. So it's really cool. I think especially because you had um, a background before construction, you right. were able to really recognize like, I know what I want. Um, and that's kind of special about building your own path is recognizing mm -hmm. you learn about yourself through jobs that have nothing to do with your career, right? So right. Um, did do you feel like your experience in retail or in Texas or any of that, like did that, or even building furniture, like how did that really build up to construction for you? Well, honestly, as a kid, just growing up, construction was my thing. I wanted to build homes. But my oh, cool. favorite store was Home Depot. And that was literally a goal for me at five years old was I have to work at Home Depot. And so I did it. 
You did work at Home Depot? I worked at Home Depot for two years. It was to, and it's to this day is great. I'm glad I got to do it. So I did Home Depot, I did Office Depot, I did Best Buy, I did Target. And just working at all of these places, I learned something in every single place that yeah. I take with me here now. Um, I did more so logistics. So even working with, I did work with customers, but logistics more so doing scheduling and making sure I'm staying on point with everything I do. Um, it was a big factor. So every little thing built up to where I'm at now, for sure. Well, and I think like for people who maybe are young adults who don't really know what the path is, where they're going, like really hearing that from you and knowing, okay, the work that I'm doing now, even if it's at um, Target is definitely adding to my future, even if it feels so small and minute now. Um, yeah, like when I, I used to work at PetSmart and I feel like I learned so much about the logistics of a company and just the day-to-day. -day. And while I am not working in any version of pet care or retail now, I do think all of those skills definitely add up to your role in the future. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that everyone, every listener should recognize is your first jobs do matter. Um yes. So, so you've always been interested in construction. You've always been interested in building. You've been kind of more hands-on with your interests, right? You're building furniture, you're working at Home Depot. Those are very like um, on the ground things. What sort of led you to your role now as kind of a, in construction management? Um, so when I was six, whenever somebody would say, what do you want to be when you grow up? It was an entrepreneur and I want to build homes. So Building wise, I always was able to build with my hands. That just kind of came naturally. The business aspect of construction is something that you definitely want to be in and actually learn. So I wanted to see a big scale of it because Bazudo is more commercial based versus residential. Mm -hmm. And knowing commercial is kind of reasoning into residential is kind of an easier yeah. switch. Um, so I kind of just wanted to learn the overall aspect of how does it all come together as one? So I did the in the field, um, working with subcontractors, hands-on. Um, and then I literally a month and a half ago, I just switched to like the pre-construction and estimating part of it. So now I'm getting to see like, what do we do to actually get the job? So yeah. it's great. Well, that's awesome. Cause then, I mean, so often I think too, when you're learning about the construction industry as a young person, you only really know or hear about one type, right? It's the architect or the um it's often architect but or the like the builder itself so the carpenter right but there's mm -hmm. so many parts so it's really exciting that Bizzuto kind of allowed you to see like your opportunities there have allowed you to see a really wide breadth so talk to me a little because i think oftentimes there is a pull towards residential right for young people mm -hmm. we live in homes they're exciting we watch hgtv you're flipping stuff you're at home depot right looking at all the lighting um so there's a lot of there's a big interest there but oftentimes mm -hmm. the jobs and like the real work that is in the industry especially in maryland it is going to be commercial can you talk a little bit about like how you feel like you are still gaining that interest in the commercial uh construction world so literally the job that we just finished it so we do a lot of apartment buildings but the bottom of it has like retail stores so you kind of get the best of both worlds but it's still going to be considered commercial 
-hmm. but I'm still doing apartments. So it's just kind of repetitive. So I had 393 units. So you're kind of looking at the same thing over and over and over again. But the commercial part, the retail part of it is just is more to it than a residential. You can build a house literally in about six months. Mm -hmm. You can't do that with retail. So I don't know. I feel like it's just more pieces to the puzzle. Mm -hmm. And you being able to do a big aspect of something and then kind of scale down, you're able to kind of focus on, I want to do homes. So being in commercial right now, I might be able to only see one section at a time versus when I do a home, I'm able to have hands on in the entire aspect of the project. That's really what I want to do is make sure I'm able to do every single part of the project, not just one. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like working in the macro scale now on these like big, right. You're helping 400 people. If you think about it, it's yeah. all the apartments and the retail. And then of course, whatever people come into the retail and like the community yeah. around it. So it's so macro, you're really working with a lot of pieces. So I wonder too, if that'll help a lot in your future or in really mm -hmm. anyone's future, right. When you have everything and you can say, Oh, I learned a little bit of this that I can pull now into my kind of smaller scale, more one-on-one -on -one with the home building. That's really cool. And a lot um, of people, they they look more at commercial. If you have commercial on your resume, they're like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, definitely want you versus just residential. They're like, well, you can yeah. only do homes. Yeah, that definitely makes sense because it just makes you more marketable when you have yeah. that broader level of experience. And then you can always do homes later too, right? Once you right. have commercial on your resume, that makes complete sense. That's awesome. So what in your day-to-day -day job now, you've only had this one for like a month and a half, you said, but what is it like for someone with your job? Uh, for the pre-con and estimating, um, we're more so looking, we'll work with the owner and the architect. That's our main focus. Um, Cause you kind of look at it as an owner comes and says, I have this dream. This is what I want to do. They're going to hire the architect to get the design going. And then the owner's going to go, well, now I want somebody to build it. But they're not going to go to one person. They're going to look at maybe five or 10 different GCs. And we're one of those. So it's more so like we are basically doing an interview with this owner. So we're presenting them with the price for it. Well, we now have to go out to subcontractors and get pricing for each individual part, maybe the millwork, the plumbing, the electrical. We have to get pricing for each part, put it together in a package and present that to the owner. So it's a lot of parts that go just to even getting the job. So that's kind of where I'm at now. I get bids in. We divide the trades up equally and then we kind of just work with subcontractors, kind of get pricings for a bunch of, from a bunch of them um level it in the sense of making sure everybody's pricing the same scope of work and then we get to choose this is the set we'll go with this is the set we'll go with this one and present that to the owner and we're just trying to get that job <laughs> that's so interesting because that's a totally different aspect than like your apprenticeship right like how yes. so how what kind of skills or things that you learned in your apprenticeship with howard community college did you do you feel like maybe brought you to this point or are helping you now? What sort of things came from that? Uh, so the program itself, I was able to work in the field. So I'm working hands-on with the scheduling part and seeing, okay, and making sure this gets done today, this needs to be done by the end of the week. Um, so you're seeing hands-on how a subcontractor works 
in in the field real time what is the process of how this needs to be done so when you're going and getting bids from subcontractors there's more understanding in a sense of hey let's make sure that we add this in our scope of work and we're not missing this so on the long run we're not shorted out of money because we forgot different aspects so literally they won't let us go into pre-construction until you've been in the field for a while because you have that experience and then are able to give input versus you're just kind of in there and it's like what's a hollow metal door or yeah it's different things that you just kind of learn in the field versus being in pre-construction yeah i feel like this whole i feel like everything you've said really aligns with the fact that once you have the bigger idea you're able to parse through it right you can start to do the estimating you can start to think about budget and scheduling and timing when you already know what it means to be the person who's being budgeted scheduled timed out like you know so I think that that's really cool is the steps in the industry that Mm -hmm. allow you to build yourself up with more knowledge and more um even respect so as a woman, do you feel supported and like, like you've, like, how is the work that you've kind of grown? Clearly you've grown this phenomenal career even so far. How has being a woman affected that? Ooh, <laughs> we're, you're literally what we're probably 8% women in this industry right now. So on the ground, it's, it's like a little bit more, but not by much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We literally being in the field itself, I feel like it's harder as a woman because you're surrounded by men all day. So just just from the cat calls and stuff like that, it gets hard. But having a good team like behind you is kind of that helps in that aspect. Um, and then knowing how to approach different people. There's different you're going to come across so many different personalities. There will be men that I come across that are more so like I'm not listening to you because you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have some that are like, oh, I'm going to listen to you because you are a woman. And I'm, I, yes, I'll do that for you. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just knowing your crowd, really. Yeah. Um, but my team itself, we literally grew as a family. We worked together for two and a half years on the project. And they were literally my brothers and fathers on that site. I was the only girl on the team. So it was a big push even to get my own bathroom. But <laughs> but you got it. Well, oh, and yes. I think, I I think it. celebrating that. I love it. I think celebrating like... <laughs> Um, the family that you can build. I mean, you, your main focus from the beginning was community. And so that's really special that you were able for the two and a half years to, to kind of build that home for yourself. Um, but it is tricky. It's hard to be like when it's just you, I think it's difficult. And so mm-hmm. the more women that we have in the industry, the, the kind of louder our voices just inherently so I think that that's um, kind of a special move too. Um, what's your favorite part of your job or like where you work or just like the industry? Tell me the things that you are celebrating about it. Making something out of nothing. That's literally what I've always wanted to do. Build thing, building is literally like making something out of nothing. You start and you'll look back at the pictures just from, it was a, I think we had an old Applebee's or something there. It was an old hotel or something. And now you look at this giant new building where you have many families living there and it's the greatest feeling ever. Uh, I think the last project we did, we had we did the Trader Joe's, the first Trader Joe's in PG County. And so we saw it on the news and everything. And you're just like, I played a role in that. It's awesome. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Is that your favorite like project you've been a part of? 
Yeah, so that's actually the only one I did with Buzito so far. Like that okay. was their start to finish. Um, it was a three year project, and then I switched and did the pre con. So yeah, that's so cool, <laughs> especially because you really were able to see the start to finish, and I think that that mm -hmm. is a really special sort of why when it comes to um, the construction industry. We've been thinking a lot as um, like the Maryland Center. We've been thinking a lot about the why that is so important to our generation. That's so important to women, minorities in the industry. Like, why are we doing this? Right. Sometimes it is money, right? Sometimes you have to recognize there is a career to be built in the industry. And that's so exciting. But I think for most of us, there's also a level of like, who am I helping? Like what kind of organizations am I supporting? Um, what, like hospitals are rebuilding, what Trader Joe's are rebuilding, right? Where you might be helping someone get healthy food that didn't have that before, um, especially with food deserts and the way all of that works. So I just think, I think it's really special when you, in your job itself, can see the like before, during, after, why. Yes. Yeah. Literally growing up, my overall thing was building homes for people that actually need it. So Habitat for Humanity has always been like a big part of my life. I joined them as soon as I could and I've been with them since. I love build that's literally why I want to build homes. I want to take that abroad though. It wants I want to new not just here, just abroad. So what is that? Future goal. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me a little <laughs> bit about what you think like that would look like. What's your dream for that? I literally, uh, so it's funny because my best friend and I, we met in Texas at school and we literally had kind of the same dream vision with that. Um, we want to do like basically kind of like a facility who helps people in need, not just, oh, you need not just homes, but more so like giving people that, how do you put it? It's more so like the resources. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people in school, we don't learn about taxes and we don't learn about credit and stuff like that. So it's more so helping people learn about it and helping, giving them the resources to push forward with it. Um, and so I want to build homes for the people who, the less fortunate basically, or the ones who do are affected by disasters and stuff like that. I want to be able to just build it, not in the sense of, oh, I don't have the money to do it. I just want to build. It's yeah. literally what I love to do. I build Literally, people say, what do you do on your downtime? And I'm normally working on a house building. That's what I like to do for fun. And I think something, I think that's really special because so often, right, as kids, we're all playing with dirt and bulldozers and building Legos and blocks and all of that. And then at some point, some people lose that interest. And so oh, it makes yeah. me like giddy just to hear that you did it. Right. Like that you actually were like, mm, I'm going to stick with it and I'm actually going to get yeah. an education with it and then I'm going to make a career out of it and then mm -hmm. I'm going to give back with it. And I just yep. think that that's so, so special. <laughs> Typically, I actually still built with Legos. I do all the architectural buildings. I still build with Legos. <laughs> well, they're cool. I mean, and especially now with Legos, the way that they the, all of their different designs, like they have so much, there's shoes. I don't know. It's everything they have. Yep. I think it's so cool. <laughs> so Darian, what is the best advice you've ever received? Let's see. Growing up, my grandma always told me, uh, you can be anything you want to be. 
So that was really the one that kept me headstrong on, I'm going to build, regardless of how many people were like, well, boys do that. I kept going with, oh, well, my grandma said I could do it, so I'm going to do that. Um, getting into the industry, um, my superintendent told me uh, there's always a way and anything is fixable. And that kept me going more so in a sense of I had a lot of doubt. I didn't want to mess up. And in construction, there is multiple ways to do things. So just because you do it one way doesn't make it wrong. It could be longer. It could be harder. But you'll still get to that, that same end result. And that definitely helped me in a sense of just try. I love it. So <laughs> as we round it out, um, the first bit of advice is grandmas are always right. And then the second bit of advice um, that I want from you is as a woman in construction, what advice do you have to other young people, specifically young women looking to enter the industry? Hold your own, for sure. Don't be afraid to use your voice. Um, people are constantly going to tell you that what you have to say may not be right or there's different ways of doing it. But make sure you speak up and definitely trust your gut with stuff. Awesome. Thank you so, so much, Darian. Um, and again, this is the Build Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Emma, and we'll see you again next month. Feeling inspired and looking to build your own path? Visit buildyourpath.org or follow our socials. Get out there, dig in, and I'll see you soon for another episode of the Build Your Path podcast.